Welcome to another episode of our Mobile Matters podcast, where we dive into the world of mobile technology and explore how it changes the way we work. Today we have an episode of our theme, Colleagues Behind Mobile, in which we shine a light on some of the most inspiring and passionate individuals at SAP. I'm your host, Laura Schüli, Project Consultant at SAP. With me today is Sandeep TDS, the Product Manager of our Mobile Software Development Kit for iOS and Android. He's here to tell you more about the Mobile Software Development Kit's use case, how you may influence its development, and their exciting future plans. He will also talk about a time when he felt like Harry Potter. So grab a snack, relax, and join us for the next 20 minutes. Hi Sandeep, welcome to our podcast and thank you so much for being our guest today. To begin with, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background, please? Sure, Laura. I mean, first, let me start by thanking you. It's great to have this conversation with you over here. Um, so about me, right? I'm Sandeep. Uh, I'm from India. Uh, I did my bachelor's and master's in sort of technical background. I did mm -hmm. it in engineering and computer science specifically because I loved computers growing up. Um, and I then joined SAP right out of university. So I've only mm -hmm. worked with SAP. Uh, after working in about as an engineer for three years and then in product management, I wanted to challenge myself a little bit. So I quit SAP, um, went on to do my MBA. Mm -hmm. And then I realized I had it really good at SAP. So after I finished my MBA, I joined the offices back at SAP, but here mm -hmm. in Germany. And uh, it's such a lovely country to be here. <laughs> That's so nice. Okay, and uh, what are you doing now at SAP? So what's your role? Oh, that's right. In my excitement, I forgot to mention that. So I've joined um, as a product manager mm -hmm. at SAP, um, uh, specifically for the SAP mobile services team. Now, there's a whole gamut of what we do, but I'm sure we're going to get to that in during the podcast. Mm -hmm. um, so what would your day-to-day -day look like? So what are the responsibilities? Um on your side? Hmm. Um, so I'd, I'd basically break it down into two activities. Mm -hmm. So it, I'd say rollout and roll in. Uh, rollout would be being the face of the product. So, um, and when I say the face of the product, sometimes it's very literal because at events like TechEd or other developer conferences or technical conferences, you go and present your um, product. You're doing a presentation about it or you're doing a hands-on demo and things like that. Uh, and when you're doing, uh, and uh, the other aspects of rollout would be that you're taking care of the documentation, you're writing blogs, mm -hmm. creating sample applications, basically generating interest for audience that is customers of this product. And when you're doing this activity, you get a lot of feedback mm -hmm. about what the product could be, what the product needs to have. And because we don't design the product for a particular customer in mind, mm -hmm. um, we uh, sort of gather feedback from different, different customers. And then because it's in a very unstructured format, we sort of have to break it down. And then that's a part mm -hmm. of my responsibility in the roll-in part, that I break it down and uh, break it down into pieces that are easily develop, uh, easily deliverable to developers. So creating like maintaining the roadmap and creating those items. Mm -hmm. So you're basically in charge um, of the product then. And uh, the product that you are responsible for is the Software Development Kit, for, so short SDK 
for iOS and Android, right? What exactly are they? And, and could you also put it into the bigger picture, please? Um, sure. So let's say I'm an enterprise and um, uh, I have a requirement to build a mobile application, mm -hmm. right? Um, now, of course, I can use the standard tools that, let's say, any of uh, any application that's there on your phone that you can use. But for enterprises, there are certain things that are very sp specific requirements, like security or uh, availability of data mm -hmm. or connection to multiple sources of data. So these are like three, four pro prominent use cases that you have. Um, and that's where the software development kit comes in that um, it aims to basically simplify the enterprise app development, mm -hmm. but we make sure that we're not taking people, I mean, specifically for the products that I use, we don't take them away from their ecosystem, uh, but simplify their native application development. Oh, cool. So it's like a toolkit they can use in addition. That's great. Correct. Um, I know that SAP is offering many things when it comes to mobile. So we have standard apps, we have the development kits that you just talked about, no-code and low-code development, and there's also the older technology stacks like SAP Mobile Platform SDK and Fury Client. And I, I'm wondering, with so many options, how can our customers figure out which one's the best for them? Yeah, I mean, you're so right, right? There's so many plenty of options. Like, we, we the two of us can't even say it in a single breath. Um, but, uh, uh, for example, I mean, we have a lot of technology stack. The way I would break it down is that SAP has uh, was quite early... Uh, was quite an early adopter and saw the value in mobile and that's why we've been in the mobi mobility mm -hmm. game for about 10 years and that's where our legacy stack comes in but some of the underlying technology that uh, that we that we uh, that let's say we had uh, previously it's getting outdated yeah. but while we make sure that the legacy is getting outdated we've we've made sure that that doesn't disrupt our mobility plan so we've always been ahead of the game and we have like newer versions of it mm -hmm. and that's where I would say that we want to transition our customers who are existing or currently on the mm -hmm. older stack with the newer stack because we maintain a feature parity. So it's a it's not that they will be missing anything when they move. And in general, for anyone considering mobility, I break it down. I think this this is like the rough flowchart I have in my mind that the first thing that you would do is is there. Uh, um, is there an app built by SAP that I can use, right? So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm putting my, myself in the customer's shoes. Yeah. Um, if Is there an app built by SAP? So what's the easiest thing even then uh, low code or no code? Mm -hmm. It's having an app that I can just configure and start using. Right. Yeah. So we have great applications like SAP Mobile Start or um, SAP Asset Manager that mm -hmm. a lot of customers use. Um, then... There are use cases where it may meet 80% of your requirements or maybe you need a mobile application where it doesn't meet your requirements at all, like you have a very niche use case. Mm -hmm. In that scenario, you would then opt for doing custom development and that's when you would use the tools that I manage. Yeah. Uh, and of course here again, we, we, we don't have a doctrine, uh, let's mm -hmm. say that you're supposed to build your applications this way. We want to cater to everyone and anyone. Uh, as SAP. So let's say if you are a native mobile application developer, you would have the native SDKs. If you are a developer but not 
into mobile development maybe let's say use use javascript mdk is a great solution for you mm-hmm. mdk is mobile development kit uh, is would be a great solution for you because you write your code once and it's available on both platforms and finally if you're let's say a business expert right you're you're working in the finance department or in the legal department but you still need to collect some responses or some applications you can use sap build apps mm-hmm. uh, to build a mobile application so that's how i would put it in yeah thank you so it's um really individual um maybe could you elaborate a little bit more on what would be a scenario where the native sdks would be the preferred solutions mm. i mean you've asked a very important question laura because i think that's that's one of the first questions our customers have that we have so many options when do we use what um for now one size does not fit all right what what i'm going to say is not may not apply for all our customers yeah um but uh predominantly there are I'd, i'd say there are two reasons for opting to go with uh, the native sdks which are sap btp sdk for ios and sap btp sdk for android i know they're mouth, they're a mouthful but mm-hmm. <laughs> um it's a, there's a technical reason and a, and then there's a business reason i'll cat, i'll take the business reason first um let me pose this question to you right um what if uh, let's say you already have ios developers on your payroll yeah. and you need to only build an ios application what application would you build yeah native ios yeah. application yeah right it's it's just very obvious yeah. over there so um that's like a business reason that you you have the ecosystem already mm-hmm. and you then that that makes the decision for you sometimes as a technical reason because native sdks are how the operating system providers mean for you to build applications right mm-hmm. uh, apple expects you to build a native application on xcode and uh, google does that with android studio mm-hmm. so the integration that you have with the device is the best when you're building a native application yeah uh, and any latest features that you have um that, uh, that let's say apple or google uh, release all the other solutions that we have like mdk or sap build apps because we take over the complexity we need to provide an easy to consume way for you to do that mm-hmm. but if speed is of the essence for you to use these technical capabilities the native sdks again are the right solution for you yeah got it um earlier you mentioned that you're channeling the feedback from our customers um how can someone get a great idea for a new feature or something that they desperately need in front of you so you can consider it for the sdks uh so i mean of course whenever you're meeting anyone from sap you you can channel your feedback in and somehow it gets to the right people mm-hmm. like we our system works for us <laughs> so no matter whom you're speaking to um uh, no matter what product they're from i'd say share your feedback <clears throat> uh but this is a little informal uh we do have a formal process as well we have something called influence campaigns that sap mm-hmm. runs it's a website uh, i think we put it in the description of yeah, our podcast as well so you can you can raise a feature request and the great thing about it is it's completely transparent and more customers can vote so let's say if um, laura you're a customer and you mm-hmm. raise a request and there are 20 30 other customers who say uh, we need this feature we'll first think that hey how did we miss this but then we'll certainly yeah. feel that okay that's great and we should sort of Uh, put that in our pipeline and then the whole process is very clear and it's collaborative mm-hmm. 
And this is not the only way that you are interacting with our customers, right? I, I think a while ago I saw on LinkedIn something about a SAP BDP ProCode event that you did. Could you tell us a little bit what that was about? Oh, yeah. I mean, that was a lot of fun. So mm. we hosted the SAP BTP Pro Camp. I mean, that's how that's what we called it here in Germany. Mm -hmm. uh, it was an in-person uh, session. The session was designed specific specifically for um, customers of SAP uh, or just customers who are looking to build their first mobile application. Um, so what we did is before the even before the session began, we identified the participants who perhaps have not used mobility with SAP yet. So we guided them and we made sure that before they come for the in-person event, mm -hmm. we set their entire ecosystem and they actually build it on their own landscape. Mm -hmm. So they see the real data, um, not some mock data that we've prepared. And they after at the end of the two days, they leave with the first version of the application, which they can then build on top of it. Um, so that was, I, I mean, we thought that, that that's how we can extract the maximum value. Yeah. Um, and we found that was quite uh, great. So we're planning to do the same in 2024 as well. Uh, we're actually, uh, we're, uh, uh, we've uh, identified that uh, we're doing it in Singapore on the 16th mm -hmm. or 17th of April. Cool. The, um, the link is live. We're also planning to do it, bring it to other locations as well because we see a lot of value in it. Uh, and yeah, hopefully if you follow the right channels, you're going to get the information mm -hmm. from us. That's so cool. And now if one of our listeners is interested in using the SDK, how can they get started and what do they need? Uh, um, I'd say the best place to start, like if you're, if you're an absolute beginner, right? Like you've just finished university and you've just, mm -hmm. like today is your first day. I'd say the best place to go would be on uh, to developers.sap.com. There's some great material across different products at SAP and even we maintain tutorials. Mm -hmm. uh, and let's say if you have a new machine, we have a tutorial that guides you from installing everything that you need to creating the first application. And then of course you can further advance it by other capabilities that we have. Yeah, that's cool. We will add the link to the description so they can easily find it. Thank you, Laura. I know you are very passionate about <laughs> mobile technology and I wanted to know why do you believe it's important for businesses today? Who, um, I mean, this is like, because both of us are in the mobility division, it's like preaching to the choir, but <laughs> uh, the way I think about this is, I mean, this thought came to me like two or three months ago that um, before this decade ends, like before 2030 comes, yeah. the people who will be joining the workforce would have been born after 2008 yeah. which is when the first smartphone, like arguably the first smartphone mm -hmm. uh, was invented and uh, made available. Mm -hmm. And I just ask myself, what is the experience that they would expect at their uh, workplace? Uh, they just basically grew up with a mobile phone. Right, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, what, uh, how I would put it is why, uh, why I think it's very important for businesses today is that they need to prepare their workforce for Gen Z. Yeah. Uh, and they need to transform their business. And if they invest right now, mm -hmm. I think they'll be ready by the time they come in. So yeah. the transition would be very smooth. Yeah, 100% agree with what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> the next uh, three questions we ask all of our guests. And the first thing I'd like to know is, uh, what's your favorite mobile app? <laughs> 
Mm. Is there something that comes to your mind? Oh, there are quite some that uh, come to my mind. Um, like from a finance application. Um, well, I think, do you like have a favorite mobile application that you want to share? So for me, it's easy. Mine's definitely Spotify. I could never live without it. Uh, I just love listening to music and podcasts. And I think their offer is so versatile. So whatever my mood is, I can always find something, <laughs> whether it's just for entertainment or if I want to learn new things, um, there's always something. So yeah, for me, it's Spotify. <laughs> oh, that's so lovely, Laura. And I think... Maybe you made me realize what what's the app that I spend the most time on, mm -hmm. and it's got to be YouTube uh, as my favorite app. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, of course. I mean, the video on demand. Like, if you if you're in the mood to learn something, you can go to YouTube. If you want to have fun, you can watch some funny videos. Yeah. Uh, so, like, of course, there's that. But I think from a if I. Uh, if I, if I think, think about it from an application point of view, I even love how they've designed it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can talk about YouTube for hours, <laughs> but I think I'll just give one example, which I've loved. I love how they've uh, interpreted customers' needs of skipping a video or moving moving faster in a video. So um, I'm, I'm a little impatient. Uh, so I loved the, the skip 10 seconds uh, experience that they built on their mobile phone where you just tap on the right side of the screen and then it moves 10 seconds and then if you repeatedly tap it just incrementally goes up mm -hmm. and similarly on the left over there um, but um, also the other thing is that my latest favorite is you just long press and then it moves at 2x speed so I think yeah. that's that yeah I think sometimes it's these small things that really make a difference and uh, speaking about favorites, uh, what's your favorite mobile working place? Um, that's an interesting uh, point. I'd say my my f favorite place would be on a train. Mm -hmm. So I'm someone like who've, who's taken a lot of train rides while growing up. Um, and I think in the past one year, I've had to travel a little bit. So I was actually able to be productive even on the train. And I was purely because mo mobile as a solution exists. Yeah. I mean, they, sorry, they also help me like look out the wonderful German landscapes as I'm traveling through, but yeah. Yeah, sometimes the landscape can be beautiful. You're right. <laughs> Have you ever had one of these magic mobile moments? So, you know, when a mobile device does something can be expected or unexpected that seems small, but really makes your day. Hmm. Oh, I actually, uh, uh, as you were asking the question, I just remember feeling, ma making me feel like Harry Potter mm -hmm. uh, in the land uh, of where it comes from, like especially in a gro grocery store in Oxford when I was living in Oxford. Um, so I'm, I'm from India. We have something called Unified Payments Interface. It's like a crown jewel for our uh, network. So mm -hmm. uh, I was already used to paying for items through my mobile mm -hmm. but I still had to scan a QR code and then I had to enter a, like there were there were a lot of interactions I still had to do yeah and the tap to pay oh it's just amazing that as soon as I, I have a card and now I just leave my house without having anything except for my phone and I still can come back with a like with my com hands completely full so I think that would be my magic moment the first time I saw that okay this tap thing works mm -hmm. the sound it makes is just <laughs> yeah yeah I agree that's amazing 
Now, coming back to the SDK, mm. are there any upcoming plans or enhancements for the native mobile SDK you can let us in on? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, no prizes for guessing. I mean, after the year 2023 was, it's almost a cliche to say that <laughs> we're very excited about the work we're doing around AI. Mm -hmm. We're exploring ideas on how we can use this Gen AI capabilities and LLMs to improve the experience both for developers, but also the end users. Mm -hmm. uh, and we want to make it available also for, I mean, customers who are developing the applications, but also the apps that are built by SAP. Uh, the other thing is, we take the word mobile almost not like a noun, but as an adjective, mm -hmm. that any computer, your mobile means you're moving. So anything that you're, uh, any computer that you're moving with is under our realm. So we're, we're very excited about the other kinds of hardware that we're trying to support. I mean, the most exciting is uh, Apple's about to launch their Vision. Yeah, um, the Vision Pro. Vision Pro, thank mm -hmm. you, Laura. So they're about to launch that, so we want to support that a little bit. Um, SAP Mobile Start's gonna be available on day one, so that's exciting. Uh, but also other like wearables like smartwatches mm -hmm. uh, around safety specifically, How can what can we do uh, to empower employers over there? or integrating with different kinds of hardware, like we have a partnership with Samsung, mm -hmm. or different kinds of scanners, yeah. So hardware, basically. Yeah, very exciting things to come, cool. So this already brings us to the end. Thank you so much, Sandeep, for being our guest and sharing your knowledge, your passion for mobile technology, and your dedication to help our customers succeed really shines through. Thank you so much, Laura. And I mean, this I just want to take this opportunity to really, really thank you because you've been such a wonderful sport and you've been so kind and I mean, the hard work that you've put in. And it was it's always a delight to chat with you. And today was no other, no other, no, it's, it was not different uh, today either. Thank you so much, Laura. Thank you.